seven days, seven breweries, seven states. We got to stop by Doug's College Town on day six. Only appropriate that we end our coverage in my home state of Georgia. And not only in my home state, in my hometown, in a brewery named after the stretch of road I used to cruise aimlessly down in high school. We have Ann Sloan from Riverwatch Brewery. And Anne was absolutely wonderful. When I say that she is the queen of Augusta beer, I say that with no hyperbole. Great interview. I let Doug have a couple questions, maybe, but I would have hogged the whole thing because that's how much I love talking to her. We hope that you guys really enjoyed seven days of Great American Beer Fest. We probably will never do this again, but we really wanted to bring all of this to you this year. As always, any feedback you guys have, Send it to us. Send it to Doug and I personally. We respond to everything, and I hope you guys have really enjoyed the show. could tell last night how excited I was that you said yes, but I was super stoked. And the reason why is Doug and I really wanted to get breweries that weren't from Colorado. He was able to find a brewery from his college town. And I thought for sure there would be a brewery from my college town, which is Athens, Georgia. There wasn't. But then I was looking through the list and I was like, Riverwatch Brewery, a brewery named after the road I used to cruise down through my hometown of Augusta, Georgia. So I have from Riverwatch Brewery, Ann Sloan, you are the brewer and owner, correct? Yep, I'm one of the brewers and one of the owners. I'm so happy to have you here because when I left Augusta in 1994, I don't even know if they had a bar. (laughs) I think they had some bars. I don't know if you'd want to walk into them. but (laughs) Now, are you guys downtown? We are in the downtown area, but kind of outside. So when we opened up, zoning laws required us to be in light industrial zones. So we are just kind of outside the downtown area by about a mile. So it's close enough. Are you originally from Augusta? No, I am an army brat. My mom is our head brewer, and she's a retired army colonel, actually. So grew up all across the country, all across the world. And uh, she settled into Augusta to open up the brewery. And I came along to do beer. And it's been really fun. So you have something in common with both of us. We are also both army brats. That is how I ended up in Augusta. Doug never had the privilege of moving there. What was your favorite base growing up or your favorite state that you lived in? So my favorite base was actually Fort Irwin, California. And that was mostly because I kind of got to run a little feral as a child. Like we just would like run across the desert and had like little gangs and everything. But I spent almost four years as a kid in Japan and I love Japan. It's my second home as far as I'm concerned. That's awesome. We got stuck in El Paso, Texas, so it sounds like you had a much better... (laughs) Yeah, that sounds super fun. That, El Paso and Augusta, both in common, the terrible weather, in my opinion. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's really hot. It's been really nice to be in Denver where it's not humid, at least. It's still like the sun's out and this blue skies and everything, but you're not dripping. Must be a nice break for you. (laughs) It's been beautiful. I curled my hair just because I could. 
tell me a little bit about the brew scene in Augusta, Georgia now, because Augusta didn't even have a music scene when I was there. That all happened with Soul Bar and Coco's other bar that's now, I guess, close, Sky City. The original Sky City was sold off about six months to nine months ago, and then about two weeks ago it was sold off again, and now it's actually a beer garden. So that's cool. Soul Bar's still there, though. Soul Bar is owned and operated by my high school Spanish teacher. That's awesome. Coco Rubio. Yeah. I don't know. If, I'm I know sure Coco. you know him. He's uh, managing the Miller Theater now. Is he really? He really is. They did this beautiful job redoing the whole entire Miller Theater. They spent millions and millions of dollars. It's done in this absolutely gorgeous Art Deco style. And yeah, he's managing that. So I know Coco well. Okay, good. Coco is the wonderful guy. And Coco, if you happen to be listening, thank you not only for teaching me Spanish, for being the coolest <laughs> dude ever. He actually, on my birthday, freshman year of high school, bought me an REM Green poster. Oh, what a great guy. And gave that to me. So you want to talk about a teacher that's above and beyond. And like, I think one of the coolest people in the Augusta scene. And actually, the guy that used to own the Miller Theater was my first boss in Augusta because he owned Columbia Square Theater, which isn't even there anymore. It's a car dealership. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of those. What's the brew scene like in Augusta, Georgia now? So- so there's just two breweries there. We are the first brewery since Prohibition, actually. So 96 years ago was when the last brewery closed down. And um, so we opened up in uh, 2016. Uh, so we're two and a half years old right now, and it's been awesome. We did Beer Olympics for our two-year anniversary, and it was amazing. <laughs> there's one other brewery in Augusta. They're called Savannah Rivering Company. They opened up about nine months to a year after us. You guys got the Riverwatch name, and they were like, well, the Riverwatch is kind of near Savannah River, so we're just going to take that. Did they just completely <laughs> copy off you or what? It does cause some confusion. It definitely does. So sometimes we're a little peeved, um, but uh, they're great guys over there. So Now, I got to taste all of your beer yesterday. Can I only get your beer in Augusta? The greater Augusta area, uh, so like up to Thompson and okay. down to like Waynesboro sometimes. And then we also do distribute in South Carolina just out to Aiken. We started dipping our toes into the Atlanta market with a couple beer fests and everything, but uh, Atlanta's such a big market that we wanted to do it slow and do it right. Even Atlanta, pre-Sweetwater, there was nothing there. And last time I went home, I found a lot of Colorado beer in the Georgia stores, which tells me that Georgia's beer tastes have greatly improved over the past decade. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. It's gotten so much better. I moved to Augusta about four, almost five years ago now, and- Oh, I think it was a big deal to find like Bell's Too Hearted sometimes. You'd yes. be like, oh, wow, I can get a really good IPA. And now Atlanta's just exploded with great breweries and they're really trying to bring in more spread like across the whole entire country, across the whole entire globe and everything. So like you can finally get like the more unique Saison DuPonts and everything like that. And you can, you've got these great options coming from Germany and you're getting great options coming from South America and everything like that. So it's, you can see it growing and it's really great to watch as like people's tastes change and they get with the, whatever's popular right now and they try and find new things. It's really fun to watch. Are you seeing a lot of that in Augusta where people that maybe 20 years of drinking Budweiser are walking into your door and, and giving something that tastes a little bit different and, let's be fair, tastes a hell of a lot better, a chance? <laughs> yes. So we make a Blondale. It's one of our year rounds. We jokingly call it our gateway to craft beer. Beer, But we get a lot of those guys coming into the brewery. There's University Town and there's the uh, bases out there. So you get this odd spread of people in the, but you do get some, uh, some more of those classic bud drinkers are coming in and yeah, we give them our Blondale and they're like, Hey, this is good. This has flavor. This is awesome. I'm like, drink local beer. <laughs> and that's gotta be really important too. Cause Augusta also, I know has grown immensely in population. 
I'm shocked that there's only two breweries there. Sir, we we are absolutely shocked. I think Augusta could easily withstand another two or even three breweries without any issues, and that's not even taking into account like the Evans areas and everything like that. So that's where I'm from. So <laughs> well, that's that's where I went to high school. I should say it was at Evans, and even that area up there. I remember on the corner of Washington Road, there was one Smile gas station. And when I went back last time, I didn't even recognize the place. Yeah. And it keeps growing. They really are dedicated to bringing the downtown area back up. And they're really trying to bring as much people into the area and, you know, keep it going and keep it growing and keep that momentum going. It's fun to watch that. Like I said, I moved there five years ago and it was so much different. You go downtown and it was relatively quiet except for a couple of days of the month and everything. And now, you know, there's great bars opening up. There's unique places coming together you know we've just got salad places and craft beer bars going everywhere and it's great to watch i was there i think seven years ago and i was even impressed by the food choices downtown is bees knees still there i assume still there right next to bees knees they open up a place called the hive it's easily one of the top craft beer places in the augusta area and one of my favorite places. Hey, Eric. Um, <laughs> and uh, they've got 40 beers on tap at any given time, rotating stuff. They get really fun stuff in. They do wines and cocktails, and they got great food, and it's super, super chill. Where does this all start for you, And Where does your love of beer come from? Because I don't think you would move to Augusta, Georgia, nothing against Augusta, and I don't think you'd be this involved in it if you didn't have some sort of passion for this. Can you kind of talk to me a little bit about that? So I kind of fell into the beer industry a little bit. The brewery was actually originally going to be my mom and my dad. And when my mom was in Germany at Dolman's Academy, my dad passed away. So... I wasn't really doing much with my life at the time. I wasn't accomplishing anything. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'll do the beer thing. And I just kind of like pivoted. And uh, I fell into it really hard and really fast. I got my certified Cicerone and I started brewing with my mom. I now run a study group for people who want to take the certified Cicerone group. I run that for them. I really enjoy bringing other people into the beer industry. I'm hopefully taking my advanced Cicerone this coming winter. So i got to start really knuckling down on the study for that. But it's been fun. It's been maybe three, three and a half years since I really started getting into it. And I really, I love it. I love the passion. I love the collegiality. I just, I love this industry. I love the way it's kind and they make you want to be everything. They make you want to make the good beers. You know, you see all these great beers here and you just think, oh, I can do something like that or I could do it this way. And I think that'd be great. And it's just fun. It's just a fun industry to be in. Being out in an island on your own in Augusta, how much influence are you taking from the weekend? Are you really trying to spend time tasting other people's beers? Are you kind of using this as a learning experience as well? Yes, definitely. Coming here gives me the chance to taste beers that I can't taste in Georgia. And so I get to taste absolutely phenomenal versions of these styles that I can't necessarily find. So like Dark Mild's. We do a small batch version of a Dark Mile, and it's really great. And I've tasted a couple around here, and I'm able to dial in, okay, I like this part of it. I like this. How can I adjust this to what I want my mile to be? And then you get to see the really fun beers. Like Weldworks, I love their Blackberry Cobbler. I loved it. I've had it like six times today. It makes me happy because I did a Blackberry beer, and I get to see how they did it. And it just kind of gets the wheels turning a little bit more. Plus, then you just get to have the beers that you love and that you can't get. I think I had Fresh Squeeze like four times because <laughs> I can't get it there. And Fresh Squeeze is just such a great IPA. It is this great, wonderful experience. And just to get to have it for me is such a nice experience because they're not in Georgia. We notice that too, that we really don't touch Colorado beer when we come here or we try not to because there's so much other stuff that you could never get. And I think everyone we've had on today, you can only really get their beer in their town. Melvin, I guess, being the one exception, we can get that here in Colorado, but there are neighbors here. So I'm really glad that you guys decided to come out. You can ask Doug. We were over 
chat when we were planning this thing. And he said, there's a Riverwatch brewery from Augusta, Georgia. And I said, email them right now. (laughs) I want to talk to someone from my hometown because when you think of Augusta, Georgia, you think of the masters. And I think I went to high school there and I'm so glad I'm not there anymore. You don't think about delicious craft beer. And when I went over and tried y'all's beer last night, I was like, Oh, okay. This isn't what I expected. Not that I expected it to be bad. <laughs> Especially the it's hippies enter through the side door. Is hippies that, use the side door. Hippies use the side door. When I tasted that for the first time, I was like, we need to convince them to come talk to us because <laughs> I'm, I was really excited. Did you name that beer, Ann? I didn't. I let all of our staff come up with any style and they got to name it. And so Hippies Use the Side Door is actually the brainchild of our bartender who's been holding down the fort this week. So, hey, Nikki, if you're listening, you are amazing. So all of our staff has got to come up with a beer and she's a bit of a hippie. She's got chickens and everything. She's like, let's do a honey lavender beer. And I thought it through and I was like, yeah. I can do a honey lavender beer. So she got to name it. And it was originally going to be a hippies use the back door. And then we thought it through and we were like, maybe we should avoid that connotation. And so we changed it to hippies use the side door. And it's been amazing. I mean, we're in Colorado, like land of hippies practically. And so you get people coming by and they just, they see it and they're just like, I got to have it for the name. And you're like, I'm always like, you know, it's a really good beer too. And they have it. And they're like, oh yeah, that's a good beer. You've mentioned education a couple of times that you're still kind of trying to further that. Did you start just buying a homebrew kit and seeing where it went? Did you take classes? Where does this start for Anne? With a bunch of sommeliers, of all people. I was bartending at the time, and I uh, was with a bunch of sommeliers, and they were going to start doing Cicerone to kind of expand their horizons and help their restaurants and everything. So I hooked in with them while they started a Cicerone study group, and out of everyone in that group, the only one passed my test. Um, <laughs> Congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. So that's how I kind of got into education. And I could tell just how quickly by doing that, that my palate was growing and my beer tastes were growing. And I think it's really important to have that knowledge. I think it makes a difference in the way you drink beer and the way you enjoy beer. As much as I can, I want to share that with everybody else. That completely makes sense. I have to let you chime in a little bit here today. I'm sorry. I'm hogging this whole interview. (laughs) I have a lot of questions, but you guys have been killing it so far. So I really don't want to get in the way too much. I was going to ask about your distribution. Are you guys doing packaging or is it other tap houses in the area? It's mostly kegs. We do bottle our year round. So the Blondale, Scenic Overlook, the Pale Ale Route 104, and then Cautionary Tale, which we're actually pouring here today, is also one of our year rounds. And that's packaged. And then after that, we only package uh, a couple of our limiteds, our seasonal. 300 par goes out that's our belgian chapelle because i think it's one of our best beers too if it was seasonally available for this i would have loved to send it out here and then through the green is the other one we do and that's our master's release it's a vienna lager and so we wanted to have that one packaged so that it can go out to all the hospitality houses and people can pick up some local beer take it to the hotels or you know hospitality houses or just whoever's you know renting out their house they can you know give some local beer to the people who are in their house so we really wanted to get that one packaged in particular smart (laughs) And are you guys doing all of the packaging yourselves? Yep. And my labeler likes to break. So lately I've been hand labeling all the bottles. All out of the same facility. And I'm not as familiar with the geography, obviously, as Eric is. But what's your facility look like there? So we've got a warehouse and a big deck off the warehouse. So we've got the tasting room. The inside tasting room is pretty small and then mostly outdoor seating. We've got a little office space and everything. We've got a warehouse full of malts in the cold room and where my broken labeler is currently living. And then we've got the brew house. So we run a 20-barrel brew house, and we have four 40-barrel fermenters, one 40-barrel bright, and then one 20-barrel fermenter. So we have a decent fermentation capability. That 20-barrel has been really fun because it's allowed us to put smaller batches out, and we're able to do a little bit quicker turnaround on limited releases. So that's where we started putting some of our more crafty styles, like Godfather of Stout is our habanero milk stout, named for James Brown, the godfather of soul. 
from Augusta, Georgia. So, <laughs> but those are a little bit more crafty and Augusta is still growing. So we don't want to put like a whole batch of that out. Being able to do smaller batches has given us the fun beers that we love to make. So do you see expansion outside of Augusta in the future? Or are you just happy being kind of the queen of that market? <laughs> I like that you call me queen. <laughs> I'll call you whatever you want. <laughs> All my friends are going to be like, oh no, we'll never hear the end of this. Um, <laughs> uh, like I said, we're starting to dip our toes in Atlanta and we're probably going to expand into South Carolina farther than Aiken, hopefully in the near future. Um, we've had really good responses in Atlanta, which has been heartwarming and everything. So we're getting there. We want to do it slow though. If you expand your distribution too fast, you start making mistakes and we don't want that to happen. We're a small team. So, you know, every time we expand our distribution, it's a whole lot more work that we have to do. So we want to make sure we get what we're doing right now, solid and ready to go before we start adding more work on. I was shocked that there's no one here from Athens. You figured Athens would be the perfect fit for a microbrewery, and I know they have them there. Yeah, well, they've got Creature Comforts is there. Right. And Southern Brewing Company's out there, and Terrapin's out there, and Academia's out there. Yes. And Academia's putting out some absolutely phenomenal stuff. So, I mean, they've definitely got some great stuff going on. Yeah, we're looking at Athens. We're thinking about it because they have such great craft beer. What we want to do is maybe not pull our Blondale over there and just send the more fun beers and everything, kind of showcase a little bit more of our brewing capability. I can tell you that there's a lot of people in that town that drink beer. Yeah. Especially yeah. this time of year. So. <laughs> there's that game that involves a ball and some things on the end of the fields. Yeah. And the team's been pretty good recently, yeah. too, which uh, wasn't always the case. So that's wonderful. No, I'm glad you guys are taking it slow. I will tell you that your product is phenomenal. Again, not to put negativity with Augusta, but anywhere you go to high school, you always think like, ah, I got to get out of that place. I was excited to see a brewery from Augusta and I was really excited to taste your beer. They were all excellent. Thank so you so much. You should have a lot of pride in what you do because I was thoroughly impressed. In fact, when Doug was like, they're going to do the show tomorrow, I was like, oh, that's all I needed to hear today. <laughs> I really wanted to talk to someone that comes from where I came from, yeah, if you will. It's fun. I really loved getting to know Augusta and everything in the past couple of years and I really love being a part of it. It's funny. I go around town and everyone's like, hey, you're that beer girl. And I'm like, that's me. I'm that beer girl. <laughs> do you live in Augusta or do you live in Martin? as Evans. Uh, I actually just moved to Augusta. I used to live in Evans uh, and I just bought a house. So that was a big move. Fantastic. That's, <laughs> that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. So I've been uh, buying furniture lately, which has um, been a little distracting. So <laughs> how many hours a week is this 90, 100, 120, whenever the work gets done for you? Yeah. The day before I left, uh, we just finished a brew. So I got in at like 6 a.m. And the first thing I did was start grain out and then the last thing I did was fill like two and a half different orders. So I left out 14 hours later, ran a whole CIP on my brew house, got knockout done, you know, everything keeps going. So some days are eight, some days are 16. The really bad ones are 20, but I do take the next day off if I do that because that's not safe in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you think there's maybe a few too many titles on your business card here? <laughs> it reads like a dictionary. <laughs> yeah, director of sales and marketing, brewer, certified Cicerone. Yeah, it gets a little long. But no, I think I need more. <laughs> when I was doing some research ahead of time or cyber stalking, you know, whatever you want to call it, I noticed that both you and your mom were featured on the page. And I thought that was really interesting because that's not a story that we hear a lot as a mother daughter team. And I'm sorry to hear about your dad. And I still have to ask, what's that dynamic like these days in an industry that is largely dominated by It's great dudes? working with her. We've always got on really well. We have a very similar personality and everything. People confuse us a lot. Like on the phone, they'll be like, you sound just like your mom and you talk just like her too. So, I mean, it's great. I love working with her. Uh, she really knows what she's doing. She's been home brewing for 
God, my whole childhood, I think. That was going to be my next question. And then she retired from the army and she went and did the civil course and then she went to Domans. And so like she's very knowledgeable about beer. She's been a great resource for me as I've been like learning everything. Because like I said, I kind of jumped right in. And so if I don't understand something, I have this excellent resource right there. Hey, mom, I don't understand how this enzyme works. Can you explain it to me? And she's like, yeah, I gotcha. And so that's been really great. Yeah, being a woman in the industry, being a woman in the industry in the South is a little hard. A lot of people don't really see me as a brewer most of the time. They tend to see me as sales. I've been called the face of the brewery before. And I was like, eh, mostly my face is covered in gross like yeast and hops and, and other fun things. Yeah, so I was like, maybe I shouldn't be the face of it's that gross. But it's a little hard. You have to prove yourself more often. That's a little frustrating. But once you get through, people are like, oh, yeah, you do know what you're talking about. I tell people, and you probably have similar stories being a military brat, that when I move to the South, the only word I can describe it, it's different. It just is. I don't think I'll ever leave Colorado. This is home now. But the 20 years I spent in Georgia between Augusta, Athens, and Buford, north of Atlanta, the South is just different. Everything is slower. Everything has a lot more syllables. I noticed you haven't picked up an accent in five years, which is great. You should be very proud of that. I didn't either. I called DC home as an army brat. And uh, yeah, I talk fast and I'm not going to (laughs) stop. Do you have to change your demeanor a little bit when you're dealing with your Augusta customers? And Augusta customers, I am not making fun of you. I know it sounds like that. I say ma'am and sir a lot more. (laughs) I do it in my job too. And people are like, call me Dave, call me Susan. And I'm like, I was raised in Georgia. You call everyone ma'am or sir. Unless they're little kids. Yeah. <laughs> People say, well, I'm your same age. You can't call me sir. It's just how I was brought up. And Every I'm once in sh- a while, I'll call someone sweetie, too. So, you know. <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> Here's my Blondale, sweetie. <laughs> You're not using bless your heart yet when someone says something dumb, though. So that's a good thing, No, right? not yet. Though I sometimes think it, I think. <laughs> what can we expect to see in the future from you guys? Did this weekend get your mind racing about any beers you're going to go back immediately and start diving into? Well, we're actually planning on doing a New England style release in the near future. Um, and I'm going to pull a little bit of that from it a little bit before it's finished fermenting and play around with some uh, mixed culture stuff with it. I think that's going to be really fun. So I really enjoy getting to do that and getting to play the little science and have some yeast and the biochemistry going on. And uh, I don't get to do it as often as I would like. So I'm really excited to get to do that. We've got the historical beers coming out for the History Museum that we do. It's based on an 1870s recipe from an Augusta cookbook. It's called Persima Down, and it's a persimmon beer. And it's really cool because we follow the recipe to the letter, except for a couple different things like boiling it for hygiene purposes. But we make these like persimmon bread things, and it's this slow rise temperature mash thing, and then it's not really got any hops in it. It's really fun and it's really different. It kind of ends up tasting like persimmon champagne almost because it's really light and effervescent. We bottle condition it. Uh, It's like three and a half percent. But it's as close as we can do to what you would have had in the 1870s in Georgia, which is just really fun. So that's something we really enjoy getting to do because that's different. And we like to make different things. So we've done so many different beers. It's hard to keep track of all my small batches. I like to play, like I say. I like to come up with recipes and I like to keep my pulse on what's trending and everything like that. I said I probably would never go back to Augusta. I really am tempted to take a trip back. There's people I can visit, uh, old friends, but my first stop would be your brew house. I would love to come see you. I'd love to come sit down, and I'd love to come drink a lot of your beer because I've enjoyed the beer. I've enjoyed the conversation, and I'm really glad that you're doing it in Augusta because I think you have all the odds stacked against you, and it seems like you are just knocking your goals down left and right. So 
I'm talking to you from a sense of pride for you because I know Augusta is not an easy market to accomplish anything cool in. <laughs> That's just what the city is like. You mentioned making your master's beer. That's Augusta. It's nose in the air. We have a golf tournament that everyone in the town can't go to. <laughs> So that's kind of what I think of when I think of Augusta. And I'm really glad that you kind of have broke that mold. And it sounds like you guys have really awesome stuff going on. So thank you not only for sitting down with us today, but thank you for doing what you do. Speaking with you has been very inspiring me today. And keep rocking it out. And hopefully I'll see you on the Riverwatch soon. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Come down to the brewery. I'll hook you up. I'll have to remind you who I am when I, <laughs> when I get there. But no, without a doubt. And also, I have a lot of friends in Augusta, I'm going to be sure to boost the signal. I have a lot of friends in Augusta that drink beer. You've probably met them. <laughs> they probably and, come down to the brewery. <laughs> and just not even known it. But thank you for everything you do for the wonderful conversation today and taking 30 minutes off the floor to come talk to us. Oh, I really was, appreciate this it. This was great. I mean, A, I get to sit down, which is awesome. <laughs> this was absolutely wonderful. I really, truly enjoy getting to do this. Sales and marketing hat. Is there anything that we can help you pimp or plug or how do we find you online? We're on Facebook and Instagram, so you can follow us there. I run it mostly, so sometimes I wane a little bit. I forget to do Instagram every once in a while, but um, give us a shout-out whenever. That's all we ask. This industry is about just sharing some love and sharing some beer. You guys have a schedule for your next event? We have a 5K in like a week and a half. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah. Running and beer. Tell me about that pairing. you got to earn your beers. I like that. We do a run club every Friday at the brewery, so if you run about three miles, you get a free pint just because... It's fun, and we think people should try and be active. So we're doing a 5K. It's on the 6th of October. It's called Brewtoberfest. It's just easy 5K, and then you get two beers at the end of it. So, I mean, everybody wants beer. And it's funny, if you go on the website and everything, it says, you don't even have to run. You can just have beer. And I'm just like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, and October's a good time to start running in Augusta because probably wouldn't be well in June there, right? No, it's pretty rough in June. Definitely super rough in July. But uh, yeah, October, finally, the humidity starts dropping and the temperatures, like the mornings and the evenings are like really amazing. And then it still feels like summer in the afternoons. But I'm excited. 5K is fun. We did it last year. So this is the second annual 5K. We had 350 runners last year. We're hoping to hit 400 this year. So it's a huge, it's a huge run, actually. Thank you again so much for spending time with us today. And I will reach out to you on social media. I just look forward, even if you don't come back on the show, which we do want you back on, of course, (laughs) I want to keep up with what you guys are doing. And I'm really looking forward. Hopefully you guys will be here next year. I look forward to seeing how this next year goes for you, because I know you're going to do nothing but learn more and grow more. And I really like to hear about your success. So. Yeah, we're really excited. We've already started thinking about what beers we want to bring next year. We definitely want to bring Godfather Stout, A, just because awesome name. And I think out here it would be really, really well received. Well, and naming beers after something that is integral to the city, that's killer. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun, yeah. So our, the Vienna Lager for the Masters is called Through the Green. So the triple is called Three Under Par. So, yeah, we obviously have to have golf names because it is Augusta. So <laughs> it, It's just smart to do that. <laughs> thank you so much. No, You're you really good at this. Thank you.